So full disclosure, this is my fifth time uh, hitting the record button on this intro, and I'm just going to drive through. No matter how choppy it is, it's 2018, new beginnings, we're going to rise to the top and face our fears. And my fear is saying something stupid or saying um a lot, which I do, and I try not to do that. So I'm just going to drive through this. Uh, Welcome. to episode 11 of what's up dude thank you so much for tuning in if it's your first time especially welcome that's not even grammatically correct but 2018 new beginnings we're gonna drive through Uh, i'm super excited about this episode uh travis and logan who were on a previous episode joined me and we talked about the music of 2017 as you see there on your device it's the title of this episode uh before we get to that i want to address a couple things uh i took a bit of a hiatus from the podcast it's not because i didn't want to do it anymore it's just because i got really really busy as we all are i know uh but uh the first thing that uh kind of got left by the wayside was the podcast and so for 2018 I've decided to uh, make it a priority and continue to release episodes every Wednesday because I really enjoy doing it. I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Um, but uh, with you know, with having like a guest-focused podcast, uh, I don't want every episode to just be me solo. Uh, but I'm also dealing with other schedules as well, and I'm really just making excuses. Honestly, I just got lazy. <laughs> And uh, so I'm scheduling a few weeks out now to try to get make all those episodes happen. Anyway, totally rambling. Uh, a while back, I started this thing where I talked about the... I wanted to talk about the uh, something I'm working on every week. And this week, uh, I am doing... Rachel and I, my girlfriend Rachel, just started the Whole30. My mom's doing it too, all three of us. And uh, this is my third time doing it, so I hope it won't be as hard. But uh, we wanted to start 2018, clean eating, getting back in the gym, that whole thing. So this is day three that I'm on right now, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good. So hold me accountable. Ask me how it's going on uh, on the Twitters at What's Up Dude Pod. Uh, that noise you're hearing in the background, I don't even know if you can hear that. It's like bloop, 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 bloop. It's my diffuser. We got some uh, digis, digidies, dig digis, some Young Living essential oils. I got my new rock salt lamp I got for Christmas. That's on. My Christmas lights hanging up. Not taking those down. Those are staying up all year. And uh, we're vibing. <laughs> we're vibing over here in the Mabry household. Anyway, uh, for those of you that are still here and didn't skip through this, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, enjoy this episode with Logan Miller and Travis Page. What's up, dude? Oh, what's up, dude? all right here we go so we're here at uh at the miller residence and this episode is about the uh music of 2017 but before we get to that (laughs) uh do you want to do you want to take this like just take us from the beginning yeah yeah how did this start um couple maybe a month ago me and mary uh, my wife noticed um some droppings in our pantry and uh you know we just knew we had to figure something out thought there was a mouse whatever as time's gone on there's we've realized there's more mice i have basically every 
version conceivable of a trap in my house right now. I've got poison. I've got stuff with cheese, stuff with peanut butter. I got people giving me advice. And the I forums. think I've been on, on the forums. forums. Logged in, mouses.edu. Um, and I think I've got them all. But the problem was one of the poison traps, they can just essentially like eat it and then leave and they go somewhere else to die. That's yeah, a problem. Right. And it's been really cold. And so they tend to not go outside to die. So we just got here to my house to record this podcast. There was a horrific smell coming from my closet. And my hunch said there was a dead mouse at the bottom of just a pile of garbage in that closet from, you know, whatever. So dug through there, found a mouse right now we're all suffering through what still smells bad i've got essential oils i've got incense burning if i had more windows open windows open, and it's 30 degrees <laughs> right so i apologize i'm typically a better host it's than all this, good the incense is really doing it's yeah. doing as soon yeah. as you lit it, it yeah was, <laughs> it <laughs> i went to the bathroom which is like directly across the hallway from the closet and it's not a big hallway so it's literally like three feet and so i open the door and there's just incense on the floor like right in front of the doorway you have to immediately made it better yeah somebody would have tripped it would have lit the house the only way i can explain it is like it wasn't like um like sour it wasn't like sour milk it's like um kind of like bad lettuce yes it's just like rank yeah earthy yeah yeah so all this stuff's currently on the floor earthy in tones. front of the yeah well and closet really what y'all didn't experience was this living room where we're currently sitting there was me and mary were eating dinner and there was a mouse that was like right at our feet right here and just chilling and this thing was i mean just had stones i mean it was just willing to hang out with us whatever <laughs> And I got so mad, and Mary was like, why are you freaking out? And I was like, if the mouse isn't going to pay rent, <laughs> ain't no way. It's just going to hang out here like we're she was intruding. Cool Which was odd. She's normally not. Right. And so then I was able to like kind of corner the mouse in the bathroom and lock the door and came back to check on it about an hour later, and it had gotten into the bathtub and couldn't get out. And so I just caught it in a bag and, like, ran it a couple blocks down and let it go. And How did you do that? You just put your bag in, or you put your hand in a bag? Like you're no, cleaning dog poop? You just no, grabbed it? I would never get my hand that close to a live mouse. <laughs> I, what I did was opened up, like, a brown paper bag, grocery bag, and scared it, basically, to one wall. And it was trying to climb up. And then I just, like, put the bag on top of it. And it fell back into it, and then nice. Yeah, was it pretty freaked out when you walked in there? It was pretty freaked out, as it should be. I'm about a thousand times bigger than it, right? <laughs> Yet I'm the one that's like that's freaking. Yeah, but that was the mouse that was confidently right. eating supper with y'all. Flaunting, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just having a meal with us. Right. So my Pass question is like, if this might be a stupid question, but yeah. if if you have um, a slew of mice in your home, right? And you're not giving it food. Like, you're right. not feeding it. How is it surviving? Does it just eat wood chips and stuff? Yeah, like I don't know. Like, pieces of your doors? I don't... Up until now, it's been surviving on our pantry stuff yeah. that we didn't know existed. So then I clean the pantry fully out. So if you go in my kitchen right now, there's just... It looks really messy. Not that it ever doesn't. But there's just, like, olive oil and stuff all out. 
And so now I'm hoping to just scare them back out into the wild of South Grand and <laughs> let them find a new home. The problem has been, though, it's been so cold outside that because I called my landlord and I was like, man, we got to do something about this. And he was like, man, it's just so cold. And I was like, I get it. It is cold. So if it was warm, what would his response have been? Well, I think they come in when it's cold. So if it's, oh, if it's warm. So he's just like, there's no way that. He was just like, that's sort of part of living down here in the city. Is You just kind of live. You just. Right. Which. <laughs> you just brave the cold winters with mice in your home. Right. And that's my thing. It's like, <laughs> it's 2018. I, there's solutions to things. Right. So. Right. <laughs> Lock down the, the portals and crevices. Yeah. Nooks and crannies. Uh, well, and it, when we first walked in, before we found the stench, um, <laughs> we're over here in the living room next to Logan's live Christmas tree. Uh, what's today's date? It's, it's the ninth, right? The ninth. Yeah, so yeah. that's still up. Still going. And which is cool. Are that's you throwing fine. shade? On <laughs> that's that? fine. I'm, that's fine. I just want people to know this isn't the 25th. I'm fine with so, it. Sorry I up. have Christmas spirit and like having my tree. I, when you go and cut down a live fir tree, you kind of want to sit with it for a while. Well, and we worked hard to get that stump. That stump. I forgot uh, about that. Chopped at um, some of my finer moments. I yeah. forgot about that. I when uh, you get a live Christmas tree, I didn't know this. You have to cut off the bottom of the tree because if not, it'll pull up sap and then it won't drink water, which is fine. I, in theory, I guess it's already dead. But my house has some electrical problems. We probably need to move. Is yeah, well, so we thought, so I was sitting over here setting up the podcast gear, which I'm maybe maybe two and a half, three feet from the tree, and Logan's, or, uh, Travis is sitting over here with me, and we hear this noise that it sounds like, it's like, it any other mouse. better impressions? It was a mouse. I don't okay, so I instantly go, it's a bird, and Travis goes, no, it's a mouse. I guarantee, like, if in your mind, if you're a listener, envision a cartoon mouse sound. That's weird. It did sound like that, but to Logan's point, it sounds much louder than a mouse could be. But I'm no, I'm not an expert. You don't know these tower group mice. Mouseologist or anything. So within two minutes, Logan finds the dead mouse and the stench. And so we're still sitting over here. I'm setting up the stuff and it just keeps happening. And Logan goes, guys, I think it's the power in the house. Like it's the circuitry, which makes that noise sometimes, which is scarier to me than a mouse being <laughs> in a tree, mouse or bird. Don't worry. It's just, just don't the worry. It's just the, yeah. So we got well, mice. We got to which I say, yeah. I don't need a dry fir tree next to, you know, rough power. So, right. That's sort so. of, the, so we're just going to try to make it through this episode and hope for the best. And you have like 15 people coming over tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. We may have to call an audible on that. We'll see how well the, the incense does for us. But Right. Um, cool. Well, there's that. So uh, Travis texted me a few days ago and said, we should do a podcast about the music of 2017. And I was like, great, because I haven't done a podcast in a while. <laughs> and I... I need to do one. Yeah. Uh, so let's just get into it. I mean, what was your, do you have one favorite record or do you have a list of records that are taught or songs or artists or like, we've been talking about that this morning and I thought about it a lot last night. 
Um, but it's so hard for me to say this is my like this is my favorite album of 2017. I think the reason is is that there's not a ton of albums that came out. This is going to sound super lame, but all of this will. That's okay. Yeah, there's not a ton <laughs> of there's not one single album that came out in 2017 where I don't skip a track. I can't think of one album where I don't skip a track. Even the Bridges record. Yeah, for sure. I thought you loved that. I record. love the Bridges record, but I was you telling say him for sure the Bridges record. For no, for there, sure, for sure there are two songs that I skip every time on the Bridges okay. record. Okay. Um, and then I was telling him the only album that I can think of that I never skip a song is the Silver Torches album. Okay. Let it be a dream. Yeah. Which is incredible, and if you have not heard it, right. However, you don't think that's your favorite I don't I don't think that's my favorite record of the year because there are certainly like I would for sure put quite a few records above that one of like just enjoyability for me but overall that I, I don't I don't think I skip a song on that record um but yeah let's just start it off let's first first impression we're gonna go around the circle Caleb goes first. Like, just your the first thing that comes to your head, favorite record of 2017. You know what I'm going to say. I know. Go ahead and say it. Noah Gunderson, White Noise. Mm. Yeah. That's the first record I think of when I think, what's the... Yeah. And there are other records... Stole mine. I can yeah. look through my artists and, like, my records and be like, oh, that one was great. Yeah. But if I'm going to... If I am in my car and I don't know what to listen to, that's the first record I'm going to here's, right now. Here's what this podcast is for me. I'm gonna. Whoa. We're, we're starting with White Noise hey, with Caleb. Why don't you define it? Here's my, my review of what's me, up, dude. No, no here's <laughs> this podcast for me is inconsistent. Number in, one. In, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying this specific recording of this podcast in 40 minutes. My hope is that Caleb says something else. Wow, yeah. is his favorite. That's my. That's so, my, are we going to sit here and listen to your favorite record for forty no, minutes? No, we're not. But are I, you going to have the clips? I think yeah, there we are. We can play clips right now. I think there are are albums that you are forgetting about that might be f- more of your favorite. That's fair. Um, if you're going to say, wait, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into. Okay, it. Logan. Logan's favorite. You can pick mine too if you want to piggyback. Yeah, I Suck mean, Travis. What he's going to say, I think, is your actual favorite. You've made this complicated for me. Well, Just say good luck. What, ignore him. Ignore Beanie. So what do you? Well, I, my actual favorite record of the year is probably the Gunderson record. Okay. But I just told you that uh, at I lunch. Know, I know. But I'm saying he's trying to stir something. I'm here. trying yeah. to stir the pot a little bit. What like did you rat. want me to say? I wanted you to say the search for everything. Yeah, it's close. I really love that album. I don't think it's better than the Gunnarsson record. No. Okay. Deal. No, no, no. Just from front to back, it felt more like a compilation record. It's it really, really good. was. I mean, it was, you know, three EPs, right? So it was, right. he released a single, and then an EP, and then another EP, and then technically another EP, but it was 12 songs, right. and only four of them we hadn't heard yet. I, If we can just talk about the search for everything for a minute. If for those of you that are listening that don't know what that is, that is John Mayer's yeah. uh, full length, which is comprised of like three different EPs. Correct. I couldn't have been a bigger fan of how he released that. Yeah. I loved it. And I was traveling a lot when it came out, and I remember when the first EP came out, mm-hmm. and 
I just listened to that thing so much. It, it, the one thing that kind of sucked about it is once the actual record came out, I was a little bit over it. Yeah. Because I felt like the four songs that were remaining were probably the weakest. Yeah. Of the whole record. Um, but those first two EPs, I mean, come on. I I remember listening to when he released the single Love on the Weekend. And I love it. But this song is for sure like this defines the record. Let's just take a little listen here. Yeah. song plays we we all did a gig in Fayetteville Arkansas at George's Majestic Lounge the sound guy Clay Helder shout out to Clay oh, Clay yeah so shout Clay. out to Clay he was he's like hey what do you guys want playing before and I was like you could probably just play this song yeah just on a loop because he had a plan when we were walking in setting yeah. up and everybody was everybody had that swag like everybody was kind of did swaying. he play it when you saw him yeah he didn't play it when I saw That's him. That's what I heard, where'd and that made him? me upset. Where'd you uh, see him? KC, Sprint Center. And where did you see him? I saw him at uh, Tinley Park, Chicago. That's cool. Look, we're so cool, dude. We just see shows now. Like, oh, I <laughs> flew in. Found a <laughs> fly yeah. pretty cheap. Definitely didn't see John Mayer this year. Yeah. I did see probably more shows this year than I did last year. But yeah, Did you? Yeah, but... Yeah, probably. I mean, not like... You probably didn't see a show bigger than Blueberry Hill. Wow. <sighs> no, I... Right? No... <laughs> I'm not trying to no, make no, too much. I'm, right? I'm not a douche. I, right? Please listen, man. I and that's that's the music that I listen to though is people aren't coming through and playing Scott Trade or you know really even mm. the pageant. So like, are they good? <laughs> in my opinion, yes. <laughs> you guys both just said somebody that played Cicero's two years ago, so I don't even want to hear it from you. True. Okay, what's your favorite record of the year? My favorite it's be Silver Torches. record of the year is not Silver Torches. What? It is not. I I cannot decide. I if I if you're putting me on the spot, yes. what's the first record you think of? After So, long story short, Caleb and I had an argument at Blueprint Coffee about his favorite record. And I would probably say after listening to Noah Gunderson do all that stuff live. Wait, you didn't like it? It wasn't my favorite on the album. Like, when the album came out, it was not my favorite. There were at least four songs that I was just not about. And I'm still probably not about three of them. But the others are really freaking good. And seeing him do it live and, like, watching those videos he's he's gonna be in town uh at off broadway the 26th of january i'm going to that and i'm super excited about it but watching him do those live online that is what won me over right yeah like he is incredibly talented obviously but the songs the songs are are awesome they're fantastic yeah the kexp um it's like 30 minutes of them just doing live stuff that is probably the best um, like live music YouTube video on right. live Agreed. Right now. Right. That it's incredible. It the way that they if you haven't seen that yet. First of all, if you don't know who Noah Gunderson is, 
go look him up. Anything that he that he's written, I, I really enjoy. But yeah. um, this record is much different. It's kind of got like a punk rock punk rock feel. Yeah, it's very aggressive, sure. different than his other stuff. Anyway, look up the KEXP Noah Gunderson studio session, and if you compare those songs, the way they played them in that session to the studio, yeah. There's almost no difference. Right. Like the way that he was he was running this um, this vocal effect pedal, and the way that he recreated all those sounds. Right. That's I mean, it sounds great. like they used that pedal for the recordings, and that's why he was able to do that. Yeah. But then he had like the producer of the record playing guitar, which I'm sure yeah. helped. He's probably like the band leader. Right. right? It was well, just and it's so funny good. that type of thing. I typically am the opposite. Like I don't want the live show to just you know be the recording Mm -hmm. but seeing that happen because you knew it was all live like they were doing it all it it was pretty impressive yeah Mm -hmm. well it sounds like the record and they're using tracks for sure like there were some tracks there um, I didn't think they were at all. I there's think there's for sure. Either. At least there's a loop. There's at I least mean, a loop. There was a lot of synth stuff going on. Yeah, but there's times that Abby's playing violin on that video. First and name. say what? First Ab. Name. Ab. <laughs> a. A. There's definitely a T going on on L. There is a time How far do y'all go back? On the sound that Abby's playing violin and there's synths going. So unless that producer guy is playing it with something that he's got on you know his pedal board, that's an oppor- that's a possibility, but I'm nearly positive they play with loops on that one. Hmm. They might. I could see them. I don't care. Like that, I'm not saying. I do though, so that's why I'm. Gonna I don't. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> it, it sounds so good. Like I could see them like playing something and then looping it. But I don't see him like pulling out like an iPod or like a Mac. No, like right. I'm sure it's all built into her her keyboard. Yeah, which is dope. So yeah. anyway, I just I was very impressed. That, I haven't seen like a radio session like that. So if I had to say it ever, that, probably that's what it would be. Yeah, because yeah. of the live stuff. Like every the paste videos that he did were incredible. Right. Like, I mean, that's that's what I love about it. It's like he's doing the same stuff that he's doing on the record. That's full band punk rock. Like not even necessarily my cup of tea. And then he's bringing those down in like the pace magazine Mm -hmm. sessions and killing it. And then he can do it through, you know, for KEXP differently. And, and like, it's, it's pretty cool. Like if, if you watch a lot of those Gunderson videos online, like over the last, I don't know, three to four months, you can find a lot of different versions of those songs. Right. And so that's that's what I dig a lot. Um, but yeah, I would... Sure, I would go with White Noise. You know, begrudgingly. So, I just feel like there's got to be a record that you would confidently pick as the best record of 2017. I don't know, man. You seem like you're regretfully the picking this. And record? later you're going to text me and be like, I shouldn't have said that I on the agree. podcast. Let me look it up. The best record, though? like You've talked more about Silver Torches than any other record this yeah, year. Yeah, and I... Because there are three... There are two songs on that record that are top five songs of the year for me, for sure. But all together, like... I think there are five songs on this on this record that, that would be... You know, any five on the. What's your most played? My most played was Silver Torches. Let okay. it be a dream. Yeah, let it be a dream. When I heard that song, I text Logan. Was like, it, I immediately text Logan. Was like, you have to hear this song. It, yeah. I was 
weeping in my car, like mm-hmm. trying not to, you know, crash my my truck because I was listening to a song that is eating me alive. And then I did what I typically do when Travis sends me a text like that. Nothing. You did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I wait a month, and then John Mayer tweets about it. <laughs> And then I listened to it. Exactly. No, did, that was did the John Bridgers. Mayer tweet about it. No, that was no. the Phoebe. No. So I told him that was funeral. So oh, Phoebe right. Bridgers released an album, Stranger in the Alps, and there's a song on there called Funeral, which is my top song of 2017. That's the oh. song that I've listened okay. to the most. The one song I've listened to the most. And I again was a song that I was like, oh, yeah. like just got me like very in just hit hits you in the gut. Easy now, Peter. Yeah. No, I'm saying, like, <laughs> you guys are idiots. Yeah. Peter Plank actually sent me that song, and it took me a couple of days to get to it. And it was when we were flying. I was flying to, was it Atlanta? Yeah, I was flying yeah. to Atlanta to do the Eddie's thing with you. Gosh, yeah. you're so cool. Yeah, super cool, yeah. obviously. Tell me about planes. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good. No, so, yeah, I was sitting first class next to Casey Neistat. And, um, no, so... I throw some headphones in and we're, you know, taking off or whatever. And I start playing the song and I'm like tearing up in the plane. And so I immediately text it to you. We land. I meet you in the airport and I go, did you listen to it? He's like, absolutely not. Yeah. And then weeks go by and John Mayer says, oh, this girl's incredible. Everybody listen to this song. And then immediately, immediately Logan's like, well, I guess this person's James approval. So I'm that way about songs though. And I'm I'm super annoying about it because if somebody sends me a song and they're like, dude, listen, it also depends on who it is. Yeah, for sure. So sorry for all of you that are listening to this that have sent me songs and I still haven't gotten to. It depends on who it is, first of all. And most of the time, I'm like, I want to be in the right setting and yeah. I just forget yes. about it. Yeah. But if I send somebody a song, like, hey, thought you'd like this, and then they never listen to it. Yeah. I don't. I won't like actually get get upset, but I'm just kind of like, why wouldn't it's like three minutes, dude? Yeah. yeah. But I do it all the time. But here's the thing: is that there's so much that goes into your experience with a song and I'm learning this. It's true about music. I think it's probably more true about stand-up comedy. Have you ever <laughs> tried to play somebody a stand-up clip oh, yeah. that you think is hilarious? Yeah. And then even you don't laugh when yeah. you play it for them because you're so ashamed yeah. and not funny. But like there's so much that goes into it. Like you were saying, driving in the car or whatever, like it's late. And, and yeah. so then typically if you send me a text 8.30 on a Thursday morning, you know, like, hey, give this a listen. Yeah. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. But I and must... And then John Mayer will tweet that it's the song of the year. And then it'll be great. And listen, that's, <laughs> you know... Unfair. I will say there haven't been many times that I've regretted listening to a song that somebody sent me. True. Almost 100% of the time, it's a great song True. and worth a listen. Yeah. But that must be just because but that also some of my sh- friends like good music. Right. And that's also not, like, the hardest thing to accomplish. You know? What do you mean? Like, that shouldn't be the necessarily the metric of... Cause I just of what's a, a good song. Yeah, because I'm yeah, just yeah. a fan of music. So it's like, yeah. my, you know, Travis showed me this Manchester Orchestra thing earlier today. Wasn't, like, loving it. But I'm like, yeah, it's a cool song. Production sounds great. Like, It's a phenomenal song. It's a really good song. And I'm sure if you showed it to me tonight at 11, I'd love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to play Funeral because I want whoever listens to it to listen to it in its entirety. Sure. Because That's not it something needs. you play behind anything. Uh, Peter showed it to me yeah. um, when he tracked bass 
for me a few weeks oh, ago. Dude, he so was good. like, well, we were, wow, it was funny dude. because me, That's I know funny, it is. Yeah, I, cool. I promise you that I have sent you that. that I promise yeah. you I sent you that song. We swung over to Tulsa and did a couple, <laughs> couple tracks and then tracked a couple in Seattle. We just wanted the different vibes. It's the same song. We just wanted to. Mobile rig. Yeah. Uh, um, no, but we were going I, to no, lunch. I promise you I sent you that song before you. Oh, you probably did. And just you, you ghosted me. Ignored probably. It. That's frustrating. Dude, if you want to talk about. If you want to talk about ghosting over text messaging, Whoa. don't even. Wow. Listen, man. You are the king wow. of ghosting. That is not true. That is Dude, true. If somebody no. didn't know you, like if I wasn't confident in our friendship, I would think that you hated me based on the amount of times you respond yeah. to my text. That's Coming not true. from the prince of ghosting himself. <laughs> <laughs> me. Logan is the yeah, worst y'all at ghosting. Are, y'all are bad. Yeah. Y'all are bad about it. But anyway, <laughs> we're, we wrap up at, uh, we were going to go get lunch, so me, Taylor, and Peter go to Qdoba. And so we're driving to Qdoba, and Peter's like, hey, we're just like sharing music. And he's like, hey, let me show you guys this song. Uh, so we're like, oh, all right. So uh, we like pull into the parking lot, and I just stop, and the car gets real quiet. Yeah. And the song ends, and nobody says anything for like five seconds. And I was like, all right. Just get a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> like, Those are the best moments. Just, so oh, heavy. I'm about to cry. You it's remember the day that you, you were getting married? I showed you that Yeba song, mm. the My Mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a great song, dude. Did you hear the um, Sam Smith? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that sure. was on my list of like best records this year, and the No Peace or something like that. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. super. good. I just listened to that the other day. It was really good. Yeah, um, I I wanted to say I think there's a difference between the records that I've listened to the most and records that I think are the best. Oh, are, agreed. Yeah. Know? So like, I might not listen to White Noise every week, but I think like front to back, it's probably yeah the yeah. most dynamic, but still in the same realm. Right. We're like John Mayer's. I thought was really really good. Yes, I get the EP thing, but if we're talking about like a record as a whole, if you yeah. play track one and listen all the way through, it's like it's really good. But I think he's also we hold him to a different standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's released music that is like, I mean, like Ben's time. Right. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> like continuum. Like yeah. Well, and that's my thing is like. I, when I think about the best record of a year, there's a difference between that and, and even like my favorite record of the year, because I think about staying power. I think there's so many, you know, or there's so much music that gets released that can be awesome for that time, but it's Mm -hmm. not gonna, like, I even think about that, uh, the new Maroon 5 record that came out like two months ago, Red Pill Blues. Mm Mm-hmm. It's awesome. There's so many like just bangers on it that I just I'll listen to while I'm driving. I think it's incredible. But I'm not gonna listen to that in five years probably. Yeah. And th- you know, and so but like the Noah record, I probably will. I can listen to Fear and Loathing and just Man go there. That anytime. song is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put like the thing yeah, again for me like I think when are the Grammys? Are those in like a month or so? Like February. February? Yeah. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to record this <laughs> and nothing that we're going to talk about is going to win anything. For sure. So that's like the elephant in the room. Is it like, if you ask most people probably what the album of the year is, Kendrick is going to be on there. Right. Yeah. Kendrick's record. Harry Styles. Harry Styles record. Right. Which I enjoyed. You that's showed great. me that. Yeah, that's I enjoyed great. that. Um... I didn't realize Charlie 
uh, Poots album, Voice Notes, came out with Attention on it. They came out in 2017. The whole record The came whole out? record came out yeah, in 2017. I haven't listened to it, but Attention. Attention is... That, and what's the other single? Um, oh, shoot. Here, I'll look it up. Because um, those are both... Yeah. Both pretty I'll hot. wait for you to look that up, because I'm going to jump it to something else and then you're gonna read it <laughs> deal the single uh you took in how long how long yeah attention uh, how long oh so good so i mean we have our so we're all deciding on the same record for our yeah. are, are we saying best or our favorite no 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 our favorites i'm our certainly favorite. not saying best i'll I'm, i'll say best really i think that's the best record of the year that's interesting I'll say best two because it that can't possibly mean it is objectively the best. Correct. Because it's okay. still subjective. That's fine. Yeah. That, I'll take that. That's fine. Can't say this is the best beer. It's not. Yeah. It's subjectively. I get it. That's it's fine. your best. favorite beer. Yeah, it's yeah, your best. I'll, I'll take that. But I think Sheeran's record will <coughs> just clean house. Is he coming out with a new one? No, I have no idea what he's doing. No, the, the one the that had like uh, Castle on a Hill. Yeah, yeah. Castle oh, okay. on a Hill, and then uh, Perfect. Was and it good? Oh my gosh! Really? I've just never really been a big fan of dude. Yeah, it's a great that. record. It's a great record. I don't and hate him. It's it will like, clean up at the Grammys. It is. It, I mean, it is so good. Yeah, we yeah. should mark the minute of that statement. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm just telling you. I got it in my head. Um, and then make a loop of it. If you are telling me Ed Sheeran's not going to clean up at the Grammys. Dude, I'll give you a high five and a hug if he does. For sure. I promise you he will. Um, so we all have, so we we decided on White Noise, okay? And then there are probably like 50 others yeah. that we just enjoy and think are really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, since we were going in a circle here, I guess I'll start. Um, also, it's my show, so I'm going to start. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Um, you've earned it. <laughs> you've earned it. Uh, with my 11 episodes. Um, so there was a... Let's just do one apiece. Okay. Um, I'm looking through my records here because... Um, and by that, I mean my recently added on <laughs> Apple Music. He brought all of his vinyls. Um, yeah, I'm looking through my vinyl. <laughs> um, and just my, my most listened here. And I think Chris Stapleton's newest record which one the volume from two a room one? yeah volume one or volume two uh volume one yeah did volume two come out it did it oh, like yeah. just came out a oh, couple wow. weeks ago i think so it's still in 2017 it came out in 2017 it came saying. out in 2017 oh, yeah. i didn't even know that all right well i'll have yeah. to listen to that it's not as good as the first one I'm okay yeah. i thought that was a really good record yeah. and it was tough for him to follow the first one yeah because the first one was i mean the first one didn't it win a grammy or was it just nominated? oh yeah it won I think it, it won album so of the year. Good. Yeah. Um, so CMAs. I thought that song was, or that that record was really good. What's your favorite song off that record? Um, there's a right answer. Yeah, for sure. There's only one answer. To be Either honest. way. Yeah. I won't love you. Oh gosh. Yeah, we gotta Dude, play a little bit of that. For that song yeah, that makes you just want to weep. Dave Cobb. Is that who it is? Producing. Oh. Just listen to that guitar. <laughs> we pass in the hall On a way to separate rooms The only time we ever talk Is when the monkeys do Come on now. We go to work, we go to church We fake the perfect life Thank you. 
best point to get down And all my tears cry We can just go on like this Say the word we'll call it quits Baby, you can go, you can stay But I won't love you way God, I mean, it's just um, You need to listen to that whole song if you haven't heard it I cannot um, even I would say that's like the whiskey in you of this record Yeah Just freaking so good um, Logan, give me another one um, you know, for me, for me, for me, for me, <laughs> for me guys, <laughs> um, little different vibe. Cause I feel like, you know, we tend to sort of be in our world, but, um, American team. Dang it. Such a jerk. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'll have to come up with another one, but I mean that. And so my buddy Jordan sent that to me. I mean, early last yeah. year, which is no, that means nothing for me. It means Jordan's really cool. <laughs> um, and then it just felt like every month it just kept blowing up more and more and more. Yeah. And Give me a song to play. Uh, dude, to be honest, I just like the title. <laughs> I love American Teen. Yeah. I've heard people talk about this, but I haven't listened to it. Location's probably the, the That's most probably popular. Biggest, yeah. yeah. for this fill. Living a good life full of good bars. My eyes are on the gray sky saying I don't want to come home tonight. Yeah, and I'm high up off work. I don't even remember but my friend passed out in the override. Oh, I'm from the city of the 915 where all the girls are pretty. Tasty, just like tasty Cali pop. Yeah. He's like 19 too, right? Forget I had a mic on. Yeah, he did a yeah, iTunes great. session uh, that is absolute filthy. Says um, he's a 2018 Grammy Award contender in yeah. the bio. I can't Ooh. imagine that he's not. I mean that that album is yeah, incredible. I mean that hair. He looks um, like somebody that would win the Grammy. The song "Location." He did a um, a live version of that for an iTunes session, and it is just whatever the band he has with him is just they're just going nuts, and it's incredible. So you can check that out too. That's good. I'll need to listen to that whole thing. What about yeah. you? Um, I was I I think I was gonna say Khalid, um, but let me go on. <sighs> Gotta mention David Ramirez. Um, Let's talk about that. Yeah, well, let me I say wanna, I want to say I would finish your record first, and then yeah, I yeah I would probably say, man, like my favorite, like going number two. 
Uh, just one of, I would say we have a number one and then probably like five that are tied. I don't know. Or your number two. My yeah. number, yeah, I've got a ton that are tied. I think Jason Isbell's record, Nashville mm, Sound. It's great. That's probably. That's on my list too. That's probably number, I, I don't know what number it is, but it's up there. Yeah. If we're going to talk about David Ramirez after that, that's fine. But that, the Na- yeah, Nashville Sound. He's such a good songwriter. Yeah, and it was different. It was a lot different than the last two. Oh. Um, and so that's why I enjoyed it. The uh, It's funny because like him and Stapleton kind of did the same thing this year, like made records that are um, a little bit different than what they've done in the, in the past. But like supposedly all those songs from songs songs from a room from Stapleton, they're all like old songs, like songs yeah. he wrote in the 90s. And so it's just insane to be able to sit on a catalog and be like, yeah, let's, re- let's release two full-length records this year and just, you know, play them all together in a room. And, and I wonder how many, he probably talks about it in an interview or something, but I wonder how many of those were written for other artists. Oh, Like, I if he just writes to write yeah. and then dishes out, or, like, artists just come in and say, I like this one, this one, this one. Yeah. And then if he has a bunch that he's just sitting on that were meant for other people or if he writes for himself and then writes other stuff for other like well that's what whiskey and you was he wrote you know tim that was on tim mcgraw's album like 1998 really yeah and i didn't so know that he wrote that back in the 90s and then yeah tim I, it was either early 2000s or late 90s that it was on tim mcgraw's record and then um he releases it you know in 2015 on traveler and it was just and it blew up overnight again hmm. um but yeah, dude, he he's he's written for a long time for other people. But um, David Ramirez, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see these two people's faces in this living room right now. Here's my initial I mean, I thought because there's not so a ton of smiling. If I'm not gonna think about it at all, yeah. and I'm just gonna speak my heart here. Yeah, I was disappointed. With the album. I was. I wasn't... I'm not saying it was bad. I would still give it... I would say... I would give it a 7 out of 10. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's bad. It's a great record. But compared to his other stuff that got me hooked on him... For real. Like, I think Noah Gunderson got really lucky with the decision he made to go in a different direction. David Ramirez tried to do the same thing. Maybe. I don't know if I want to make that statement. Well, I mean, he's but he about went it. in a different re- direction, like yeah. Noah tried to, and I don't think that it was accepted with um, uh, as many open arms as Noah's. I think we, we talk about Noah Gunderson and David Ramirez in the same combo because they know each other, they've toured together, but they are not in the same combo. Like, as far as, like, popularity, they're not in the same ballpark, to be honest. I mean, like... Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, Noah... They, they were. Yeah, they I were. I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe in our circles, yes, but, like, if you ask anybody... I mean, I mean Noah Gunderson is well-known and has been well-known for a while. And David Ramirez is... I, I, think, I think we are doing him a disservice by being, like your record wasn't as impressive as white noise or it wasn't as well received when I don't know, like this is the first year he's gotten any sort of magazine write-ups at all. Like that pace thing is the first thing that he's done other than, um, what's the YouTube channel? Cereal box. Yeah. Like he did a cereal box, but that's it. He had done one a couple years ago. No, I'm not doing saying, stuff. I'm not comparing as a listener, I compare watching from a distance and white noise, but I'm not comparing them as artists and saying, 
like, oh, well, he couldn't make a record as good as Noah right, Gunnarsson. Right. I'm comparing his current record with his old stuff and the stuff that got me yeah. hooked. So, like, a song like Shoeboxes. That was the first song I heard by him. I was like, this is one of the best songs I've ever heard. Yeah. And that I there were none of those songs that I heard that I was like this really? is unbelievable I'm, no. I'm with that really? there were and what's odd though is that I still look and I say I th- I, I think he's my favorite songwriter mm-hmm. still yeah. I would agree but that record just did nothing for me I don't I don't get we it we listened to it in Tulsa I remember that distinctly yeah but on there was SoundCloud listening through it and you had heard some of the songs because you had seen him a couple times on the road yeah and uh, just some of the choices, like it's what Caleb was saying. Gunderson made a choice to go in a direction. It worked out really well. I think Ramirez made a choice to go in another direction and be just sort of like 80s. And then some songs just be really weird. And like, you kind of got to get it yeah. to, you know, and I just think it failed. Like, I don't think I. I don't think it villain. I don't think it failed. Villain is not my favorite song, but it's a terrible song. It's not a terrible song. Oh my gosh! Yes, I don't is. think it's terrible. I disagree with. Like, I think it's just a bad song. <laughs> That's frustrating. What I'm saying is dude, the comments you made at the live show about villain. Don't even give me that, dude. You were like, he didn't do villain. At the live I know. Show. You were like, he better not play it. Like you that, were angry no, before I, he ever hit the I stage. I was angry because in this, I don't feel comfortable saying this on a podcast, but. I was. You can say it. No, I, not that I'm like thinking he's ever gonna listen to this, but I'm saying like he's probably searched it in like six times on the podcast. <laughs> app. He's one of my best listeners. Exactly. He's on Stitcher. I tell where you can find this podcast. It no, actually nice. reminds me. Uh, Just gonna cut that. Song do you like making? Uh, you like making <laughs> dinner at home? Yeah. Quick, <laughs> quick interruption <laughs> here. Fake. From Blue I'm Apron. I'm gonna start doing Blue fake Apron. ads so people yeah. think that this show's here, more popular. No, than it here's is. here's my two cents on we're not going anywhere. All right. The name of the album is We're Not Going Anywhere. It's been said wrong twice this podcast. It's We're Not Going I Anywhere. What did I say? Oh, I said Watching Watch from, from a distance. distance. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Mm. Base, here, here, it, That's he how w- much I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Went a different direction. The fans are going somewhere. <laughs> I think. <laughs> here's what I think. I'm sad that I hate that that's going to be out there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the fans. Uh, we thought that was way funnier than anybody listening to this did. Okay, Correct. go ahead. I loved the album. Okay. I, I love. I like it a lot. I think watching from a distance. Those are two different things. I <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I really liked it. I and it's okay. It. No, I say it's okay. I'm telling you, it is not my favorite album of his at all. I'm not saying it is. It's. I bet it's below Strange Town. No, not for me. Not at all, dude. Time watching from a distance. I like. We're not going anywhere. Though, like, time is an incredible song. Yeah, that's why you've named two songs. Watching. Oh my god. Here, let me just go up and down and tell you my favorites. Like, I would put time up I against. I don't care. We're we're the horse is dead. Okay. I'm glad you like it. Well, <laughs> I don't whatever. think the horse is dead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm saying. Like, I want to hear your favorite. No tracks. one has said anything good about the album yet, and I think that's ridiculous. Like, I think it's a great uh, record. Okay. I think similar to Mayor, there's a different standard. There is. For me, for Ramirez. When I think about shoeboxes, dude, a song has never hit me so hard. And when I listen to Time, I'm like, 
Yeah, great song. Like seriously, whatever. it doesn't take me somewhere though. Oh, no, Shoebox sure. takes me somewhere. Every time I listen to Shoeboxes, it takes me to a different place. And I'm like, Here's, why don't I listen oh, to the song more? I just feel like that's the. And I mean, that's basically the epitome of saying play Freebird. Like the guy. How? Because what? Like, dude, Shoeboxes is great. It's a phenomenal song. But you can't expect him to write forty sh- songs that sound exactly like Shoeboxes and are exactly like. Like oh, so you're saying, you like Freebird. No, I'm saying I like, I definitely... think that's an example of their best work, Skinner's best? (laughs) I think people saying, like, when we were at his show last year, somebody yelled, play shoeboxes. And I wanted to, like, I wanted to blow my brains out. I'm sorry. Like, it made me, everyone in the room was cringing because they knew that, like, you wouldn't go to his show and be like, play shoeboxes. You would not yell that. He wouldn't yell anything. I'm saying (laughs) But you know what I'm talking about. Like that sentiment like hey, play these songs that are the sentiment that you would want him to play it? Yeah, well I'm saying that the sentiment that these are his that's his best work because it's what you have a strong connection to. I think I'm not saying Shoeboxes I use Shoebox as an example because it's a song of his that took me somewhere and probably except for maybe um uh, Stone or what's the song about songwriters? I don't even remember the name of the song. Oh, Stone, yeah. No, no Stone. Stone. Yeah. Love that song. I think it's great. But I'm not. I'm not. That's I don't not even my favorite record. Like that. That's like, fine. Shoeboxes. We I don't just, have to agree here. I don't get I the love. Want, I don't get the love for shoeboxes. Here's the thing. That's fine. I like it. I'm I, just saying. Like I want to clarify for Logan and I. We love David Ramirez. Yes. And I feel you like guys, you it, have this like. You Pre- like you feel like you have to defend him, this, even though the I record do. wasn't a ten out of ten. I do have to defend because this room shifted when you guys said we're not going anywhere. You guys are disappointed with the album. You yeah, would both agree with that. Yeah, straight that, up. That seems insane to me. I think it's a phenomenal record. Like and that's a great opinion you have. No, that's you fine, guys. Have, that you is don't the have first to waste your time me to have that opinion. <laughs> When you we, want us when to agree listened, with you, and I'm not no, going to. No, I don't care if you agree with me or not. That's not true. Here's I don't care that. so much right now. <laughs> no. Freebird, you just compared shoeboxes to Freebird. No, I to compared... Which, that is the dumbest thing. Oh, my God. God. People <laughs> you call guys are so stupid because they think it's stupid because it's 10 minutes long. No, that's what, I'm not they saying They just want to hear the guitar solo. I'm saying you got that sentiment like, oh, shoeboxes is my favorite, and it's not shoeboxes, so therefore loved and lost? I'm disappointed. <laughs> Like, loved and lost. You you guys would agree with that. Like I'm not saying it's not shoeboxes. Therefore, I'm disappointed. That's basically what you just said. Okay. No. You said shoeboxes <laughs> did something to me. This album didn't. Shoeboxes did something to me. Bad days did something yeah. to me. Um, All uh, of apologies. Stick around. I mean, like yeah. But so I'm saying, like th- there are songs. You don't think there are any songs on this record that are like are are as good as that. I don't think so. No. Man, that is disappointing. I think time is definitely there. Eliza Jane is definitely there. Um people call who they want to talk to is there. Um and then I won't I don't love the studio version of Good Heart, but when I saw Good Heart live, I like looked at my wife and the people we were with and was like that is a freaking song. Right. Well, so I'm glad we can all get together and it's a cool opinion. Hate hate on each other for your wrong I, opinions. But here's my thing. I'm on his... I want him yeah, to put out records that blow me away. I'm not yeah, rooting I, against the dude. I'm not rooting against him. I just think it's... I think it's silly to compare this record to, like... What was it? Uh, what was the record that Shoebox was on? Like Arithmetic or something? No. I think that was on uh, Strange Town. 
Yeah. That's right. That's right. I have the live from the cactus album that I'm thinking of. All right. So what did you say your record was? I don't even remember. I had a, uh, it was um, Nashville Sound. Okay. Jason yeah, Nashville. that's great. Um, my next pick would be Ryan Adams' Prisoner. Yeah. Ooh. I think that was a great record. And that <laughs> record... Um, so, unfortunately, I jumped on the Ryan Adams train after the 1989 cover record yeah, came out. So, yeah. I was one of those. Yeah. The guy was like, oh, the guy that did the Taylor Swift songs? <laughs> and then he came out Prisoner, and I believe my friend Kyle Bay sent it to me. I don't remember. But... Um, I started listening to it and was like, what, who is this guy? And yeah. so I started listening to all of his old records and I'm kind of obsessed now. He has such a big catalog and all the records are so different Yeah, that I feel like he is, he's a timeless artist. Like some of the yeah. songs that he writes would have been popular in the seventies and will be popular in 30 years. Like they For just, sure. just the sound it's like, re it's relevant. He's definitely a guy you have to like, or else you're not in. <laughs> I would agree with that. I know people that like Alex can't stand him. Yeah. He doesn't get it. I I'm not there. Which is why he's not here. Right. <laughs> That's why he wasn't invited Listen, to be I'm on this not episode. there. I'm certainly not there. But I'm not I'm not willing to go as far and be like he's one of my favorite artists. Yeah, that's fair. Incredibly you are there with people that don't like we're not going anywhere though. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a not nice person. I for the record, that would have been something different if the mics weren't on. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard Travis say, you are such a not nice person. You can bet your... There's always your another word. Bottom dollar. Bottom bet dollar. your bottom dollar. You can bet your bottom dollar, fella. No, yeah. yeah I, great I, record. Yeah. I Like, that's... I think that's important, too, is like, although that is not my... Like, it... it I hate to, like, compare him to, like... David Ramirez. Kendrick, no. I hate to compare him to, like, Kendrick, but it's like, I am not a hip-hop guy. Like, I'd, I'm not listening to hip-hop all the time, but I can listen to Kendrick's album and be like, wow, this is going to be... People are going to freaking love this. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I feel like it's the same thing with Ryan Adams. Like, he's incredible. Um, yeah. I didn't like the Taylor Swift thing, but that's just a... What year was that? Was it 15? Like, like two years ago, it was I think. 15. Yeah. yeah, it was... Now listening to it, I can listen to it for what it was meant to be. Right. But I definitely don't love it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's... it's He's funny because he's been around for a really long time. He looks like he's 25. Yeah, but he's right. like 40. He's old, yeah. Did you hear the Molly Pardon thing? And you heard that story? No. With him and Molly Pardon? What? No. Yeah, so uh, for those of you guys that don't know, Molly Pardon is a singer-songwriter. Um... From like, I don't know where she's from, but she opened for David Ramirez, our favorite artist, um, this past tour that he did and she's incredible. She hasn't released a ton. She released NEP, um, last year and then a single this year and that's about it. But on her Instagram, she posts a lot of like music that she writes and Ryan Adams, uh, Peter Plank told me this story. So shout out to him. Ryan Adams was going through her Instagram story. And, like, commenting stuff. And Molly Parton's, like... I mean, she has, like, 700 followers. So she's not, like, a well-known artist at all. And Ryan Adams is on her Instagram, like, saying, Hey, I want to do a record with you. Like, I want to do your next record. For real? Yeah, and so wow. basically he's, like, go write a ton of songs. Because she has... Again, she hasn't released a ton of stuff. And so she basically took this time um, to write 
I don't know, like 20 songs or something. I'm, I'm just making that up, I think. But I think that's what Peter said. And then when time came, he just, Zero Dark Thirty, just nothing. No. Yeah. So, but apparently she's like super thankful for it because now, you know, she has like 20 songs. Right. Out of this, out of this time, she's actually recording up. And that was what he was hoping for the whole time. Probably. Probably. So I he can know. tweet but that's pretty in dumb. three years to that's everybody pretty, listen to this record. It's pretty douchey, if you ask me. Yeah. I think some guys like that just kind of say stuff. We all oh, yeah. say stuff. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's do a record. Let's write. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if, if you're and Ryan then, Adams. You know, if you're Ryan Adams, I don't think you think about being Ryan Adams. Yeah. You might yeah. sometimes. You're just you. I think and if you're Ryan, I think you think about it all the time. You may just get busy. You get in like a record cycle. You're touring it. Like, the last thing he's yeah, thinking about not, is Molly Pardon. Saying we should all, you know. Like, all hate on the guy all the time. But it's just, like, it's right. a very interesting story, I think. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's kind of like Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a... A, <laughs> a not-nice person. Logan, what's your next oh, pick? Uh, next pick, this is not necessarily... This is probably in my top ten. Um, a little bit of a closet thing. I'm sure I'm going to get judged on this. Yeah, you will. Not from you. You'll be with me. Okay. Uh, but there is a country artist that released her first record this year named Carly Pierce. Um, every little thing, Carly Pierce? Every little thing. Yeah. And that would be up there for me. It's. Um, I'd like to know how you heard about it. Because you, you told me about it. Yeah. You told me about when she started releasing singles. But what was right. it Sterling that you had heard about it? No. I. F- oh, yeah. Oh. Those Aaron Sterling drums in the background. So good. So yeah, I I'm a fan of this producer named Busby, who. Um, kind of does a lot he's mainly in the country world he wrote um like my church 80s mercedes from Aaron morris uh, a bunch of stuff like that he wrote holy um that like got huge last year or whatever um crazy story about that he actually wrote it and justin bieber had a hold on it for a couple months oh really and it decided to not Which put one? it holy oh it yeah, yeah. george Lyons yeah and he decided not to put it on purpose and then it got picked up and like went country but anyway so he's like kind of starting to develop artists and she's like the first person that he's developing and so all the songs on it are just so well written even if you're not a huge I'm not a huge country person but I love those songs and yeah yeah I need to listen to the rest of the record I'm trying to think of my favorite um Oh, obviously, if my name was Whiskey. Yeah. Goodness gracious. And then I Need a Ride Home is awesome. It's a little more country, like, lyrically, but it is blue collar and right up the gut. Like, it is is good. Um, Yeah. Super, super good. Travis. Yeah. Round two. What do you got? Ooh. Well, Carly Pierce is on my list. I would say, um, man. Probably, again, top ten for me would be, gosh, man, I don't know. 
it's gonna be I'll do a toss up I'll do two this round uh, Father John Misty pure comedy um, that album was like one that like you have to really be in the mood for it's not easy listening I don't right. think it's got a lot of horns which I like like kind of added you know like a horn section which mm-hmm. I dig um, so I like that one and then I would say um, Lena Del Rey Ooh. oh yeah Lust for Life that album is really really good and we were talking about that today because she's getting sued for it so is she? yeah yeah Radiohead suing for the last track on the record does it sound like one of their songs it's dude it's <laughs> sounds like creep it's, it's does it sound like creep, creep. Exa- you should play it. it sounds exactly like creep it's a song called wow yeah the static what's the song yeah. called oh man it's just the last it's one on the record ca- yeah the album's lust for life i think it's called get up but it, the wow. melody is the exact melody from creep it's nuts i haven't heard this record it, oh dude love we're gonna cover love on, on the tour. Oh, I've heard that song. Lust for Life is the. Why are there so many remixes? I can't find this. Really? Yeah, you oh, kind of have is. to go back. There it a is. There it is. Bit. Okay. Uh, get free. Yeah, yeah, get free. made this like her sound like this creepy oh those are the same chords that's the same no, dude, it gets, it gets up, way dude. worse it gets way worse when she gets to the chorus upsetting dude yeah, they that's like, really upsetting he said you said uh she tweeted something about like giving 40 percent, but they yeah she said they'd been in talks and she had offered up to 40 percent of the publishing and they want a hundred <laughs> wow dude better. i would too we we're saying like creep is not a small song surely someone in the studio was like hey this sounds like that one incredibly popular song i would have thought of it immediately yeah for sure before the chorus I mean, even the verse chords. Yeah. It's right. Wow. How dude, could she not have? That's what I'm saying. Had you had to have known. You had to have known. I mean, everybody knows that song. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you're in the music world. Um, all right. I want to shift gears here a little bit and talk uh, genres. Yeah. So we kind of already, you might have picked something in like country or rap or whatever or hip hop, but I think I want to go around the room and say best country record which you already chose that logan but um my favorite country record of 2017 was the tyler childers record Mm. i have listened to that probably more than white noise yeah i'd agree with that 
all the way through. It's just, and it's honestly, I think you know a record is good in a genre where it, when it can make you love the genre more. Mm-hmm. Like that first song, here, I'll just play it. It is yeah. so honky tonk, and I freaking love it. Yeah. And I've never really enjoyed music like this. Dude, this guy can write a freaking song. I mean, it's. I only had a couple drinks last night and a few good hits from an inner pipe that I must admit I had a few white lines and I don't know what all happened. I woke up in the noontime light with a pounding head. Shining on my eye and I don't know how and I don't know why but so, like crazy story about Tyler Childers. My buddy Bryce Osborne. Yeah. I play guitar with sometimes. I texted him, um, that record and i just said hey dude you know i I, bryce from kentucky tyler's from kentucky and uh i was like thought of you you know hope you enjoy it and he texts right back he's like bro i went to high school with tyler like he we played football together and he said what's crazy is he was like didn't play music was a terrible singer when they were in high school and like junior senior year had like just gotten a guitar and was learning how to play and like trying to start singing and crazy crazy so frustrating was it one of you guys that had a story about him yeah that was you right well yeah it was we were playing again to sound super lame we were playing down eddie's attic in atlanta and did you fly there we did fly there. We did fly to Eddie's attic. And uh, right after we had gotten off the jet stream, um, we get on <laughs> the Gulf Stream. I don't even know what it is. We get off whatever the expensive private jet is. Um, G6. Air Force One. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we, you know, won the, the open mic. And so we're sitting there talking with Matt Arnett, who runs the open mic at Eddie's attic. And um, Tyler Childers has won eddie's attic shootout before and so he starts telling us a story about how he has a friend that lives in kentucky that owns um like a horse like it's a it's a farm that they have horses at that um i don't know like you can come and just ride horses or whatever but they needed some flooring done and so they went to this fence well no she went to this flooring place and she asks like hey do you know anybody that can do fence Uh, fences and the guy was like yeah me and my buddy can come do a fence for you on your property and so they just bring like a, a camper out for a week or something um this this guy that works at the flooring place and his buddy to do um a fence for their their farm and um this lady that you know is friends with Matt Arnett that owns the horse farm um, said that they this kid had a guitar and they would play every night like after they they'd work on the fence all day and then you know make a fire at night and just play music and you know have a good time they went to sleep and then woke up to the same thing all over again the next day and so this girl calls Matt Arnett who she knows that runs Eddie's attic and goes hey like you should have this guy come to the open mic I think he's really good and Matt was like hesitant because he said this girl doesn't know much about music, but he's like, yeah, you can come stay, crash on my couch and um, or whatever. And it was freaking Tyler Childers, and he That's won crazy. the open mic, ended up winning the shootout that year, um, got like a record deal through somebody in Atlanta. It didn't really work out, but that's how he met Sturgill Simpson, and then Sturgill offered to pay for his record. And so, crazy. just yeah, just insane, crazy. like yeah. absolutely insane. And so, it's just yeah. I mean, Tyler Childers is incredible. I. A buddy of mine, Ethan um, Massey in Centralia, Missouri, we were playing golf one day. I was like, dude, you got to hear this 
this guy. Um, and Ethan likes, you know, more country than I do, I think. But uh, he's like, it's not really like your genre, but you got to hear this guy's saying. And it was just a okay video of him singing Feathered Indians in a bar. And this is this is before Purgatory came out, like a year before Purgatory came out. Like, and so he'd just been doing, I don't know what he'd been doing, but he was just sitting on all these, all these tunes. And um, basically... Well, I hear the song. I'm like, oh, like immediately. I was like, that is one of the best songs I've ever heard. Like it is, Feathered Indians is maybe offensive, an offensive song that's not politically correct. I don't know, but it is an incredible freaking song. Mm-hmm. And I covered it on you know on my YouTube channel, and it's that's how I first heard of him. Ten percent and of what he did. My buddy Caleb texted me or posted a video he was at a show at blueberry hill and it was like packed and i was like dude who is that and he said tyler childers i'm like i've never heard of him and he was like uh it's like a year after you put up this cover yeah so this is like probably three months ago and he's like oh check out his record it's called purgatory so i look it up and i see feathered indians as the second track and i was like Mm -hmm. oh it must be another feather so i listened to it i was like this is the guy and so i listened to the whole record i was like oh my god yeah he's incredible yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So you already said your country record. Yeah, you can stick with that. Do you have one? I would say probably uh, Purgatory. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, that I would say Purgatory. Yeah. yeah. Another one that was sneaky was uh, well, Charlie Warsham. Do you guys know him? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's really good. I just yeah, started listening yeah. to him. His is really good, but the one I was going to say is the Cadillac 3's mm. record Legacy. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's They're good. awesome. It's almost like Southern Rock. For sure. I think you showed me that. Like, yeah. It's good. Um, I'll also say uh, honorary, honorable mention, uh, Ryan Hurd has this EP called Love in a Bar. It's like super just straight ahead country or whatever. You may or may not be into it, but the songwriting's awesome. So okay. if you're into like great songs, I think he's got a full length that's coming out this year, but um, and he's engaged to Maren Morris and oh okay super good writer so cool throw that in there and cool I'll do an honorable mention the late it was late 2016 so I know it doesn't count but I found it in 2017 Brent Cobb he's a huh. country maybe singer. heard the name he did a he did a tiny desk concert I've showed you his album before because he's got the song solving problems in South of Atlanta oh yeah um it's it's really really good if you haven't listened to Brent Cobb you should give him a listen Super all right good. next genre uh we gotta do rapid fire here yeah, yeah. rapid fire because i gotta i gotta get out of here but um yeah. hey, worship dude, records <laughs> easy gonna, for me Consume yeah there's me, kingly <laughs> <laughs> uh so there's really like one that i liked this year yeah but i thought it was really good yeah uh, tell all my friends so good from will reagan yeah and, and pursuit yeah. i thought was really good but i will say that most worship records are just kind of sounding like new versions of old stuff. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the bit, like I know everybody's hyped on elevation. They're incredible. That's awesome. But like all the new stuff that I hear from them or Bethel or Hillsong to me just sounds like more mediocre versions of old stuff. Yeah. Like all my favorite stuff from those artists was like years ago. And I don't really hear anything new. That's like, what, you know? Yeah. I don't listen to enough to, make a like i couldn't probably like the only 
albums that I've heard I think you've told me about, and that was the United Pursuit one, and then the Elevation Acoustic record. Yeah, which that is good. Elevation Acoustic record, which it's not like new songs, it's just whatever. But I love that record. Yeah. I can listen to that. I'll yeah. need to listen to that. Yeah. I think I've only heard one of the tracks. The Oh, Come to the Altar with the Harmonies. Yeah. That's really good. The Harmony that's really did good. the... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the vocal arrangements You can just tell they it. spent a ton of time like planning that, those harmonies out. The, it's yeah. so good. So what's yours? That would be that elevation. That would be the elevation. Travis? Dude, I don't... That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going... I don't know that I have one. Because I, I promise you, like... I re- am really bad about that. Um... Man, I'm trying to think. I would probably say the Elevation Acoustic one. I didn't love the Tell All My Friends. I did, there was like wow. There was like two or three songs in there that are awesome. They're great. They're super super good. But like as far as practicality for a corporate setting, I don't I don't think oh, any of them. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't not, think that's the criteria. Yeah, yeah I'm okay, not. Yeah, I'm, that box is not. And I didn't even not. really love listening to them either. So. Yeah, <laughs> I I liked it because I felt like they kind of broke down another wall yeah of like you could sing those corporately here's yeah, my I, thing i'm gonna say this one thing because i, I don't want to like chase this rabbit the one was so much better the one before was just people can sing anything yeah i agree it's fine like stuff that used to be on the radio like Freebird. yeah travis you know Freebird. stuff like that like play Freebird. they can sing anything if they hear it enough Sure. For sure. So this whole yeah. like let's write like a super it's easy posh singable, melody yeah. Yeah. so that people like they could sing anything. I so, got like, no problem with that. Those songs I just thought were I'm I thought just, it was great. It yeah, was just different. I'm just saying it has gotten a lot of playtime for me because of that fact. So because I'm not like I'm not gonna go like I, I just the the stuff that is like you can do corporately is the stuff that usually gets play time for me because if I'm like doing set lists or stuff but yeah. I feel like a ton came out this year right like the big yeah. names like not I a guess, lot of notable stuff I mean Hillsong probably released like seven records this yeah, year yeah exactly and then they released like 13 other versions of Oceans yeah so those are I haven't heard those I'll tell you this the one the song only song this year well uh Maybe not only. One of the few songs that made me cry. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, Rita Springer, Defender. Great song. Wow. Great song. Seasons. I loved Seasons. Seasons is great. It was a Christmas Christmas. Christmas team, but I really enjoy that one. Um, Defender was on my uh, my list. I still, for me, this will be my shoeboxes moment. Me? Me? (laughs) I just have to do it every time. My shoeboxes moment of the podcast is um, Simple Gospel. That yeah. United Pursuit album, yeah, that's my shoe. I mean, yeah. that like that is that's primo. Will not get above that. And so, anytime that United Pursuit releases something and it's not as good as that, I, I can't. I thought that one was really good I too. Can't roll with it. Yeah, Look that at was us good. just accept that for you. Yeah, well, well it's a corporate worship album. I feel like you need a bone thrown to you right now. Uh, hip hop. Is anybody into hip hop? Kendrick's record is awesome. Okay, but is that your is that your pick? That is, would I yeah I don't I don't have enough knowledge on the subject to claim in the sense that that was everyone else's pick. <laughs> you betcha. I'm okay saying that. Like it's a in the, in decent the sense play. That, in the I don't sense hate that the play. Though. I know that everyone will be like, oh yeah, it's obviously Kendrick's record. Right. K dot. Man, I hate how much I like struggle to listen to that. Stuff. Because I get, like, I appreciate. Would you consider Khalid hip hop or no? That's almost just straight ad pop. I don't know. Yeah, it's more like. There's a couple songs on the record, though, I think that you could consider hip hop. For sure. 
I'll tell you what, like the gunshot at the very beginning of that Kendrick record, first time I listened to it, scared the deuce out of me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I would say More Life by Drake. Okay. I yeah, thought I it was really different and really good. Like Passion yeah. Fruit. Right. Such a cool song. Yeah. Oh, dude. It just didn't sound like him at all. It was good. How? Oh, wait. No, never mind. That didn't come out in 2017. Sorry. It's all right. Um, was this the weekend record 2017? No, it was 2015. Did I. 2015? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throwing stuff back. When did Thriller come out? Did you guys. Uh, I really like For so Emma Forever ago. My Bone of Air. But I loved. I loved the the More Life record. I didn't really. Th- I think that um, Kendrick is really good at what he does, but I didn't think that Damn was as good as everybody was like. In my opinion, I just didn't. I didn't love it as much as everybody else did. I yeah, think so, you know, I I got down way more on the Chance record. Yeah, than I did. Me too. That was a good record. That wasn't 2017 though. Was it not? I don't think so. It's probably late 2016. Yeah. I mean, if it was, I would for sure. Coloring book? I think it's 2017. If it was, I would say. Nah, 16. Okay, I was going to say, if it was, I would definitely throw that in there, but I just don't think that... I don't think it was. Uh, there were a lot of good records 2016. We won't go down there, but yeah. there are a lot that I've I've thought my head and searched, yeah, and right. they've all been 16. Well, yes. and there's things, too, that I feel like maybe got big in 2017, and, like, yeah, you know, it was maybe like the record technically came out. Oh, right. dude, I forgot. I didn't think about that One Republic record. Like That's great. The Oh My My. Yeah, 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 that was good. I forgot Eminem released a record this year. Did he really? Yeah, the uh, Revival record, the one with, like, or the video of him, like, just... Slamming on Trump. Slamming on Trump. Was that a real song? Yeah, Did I he think put so. that on the record? I think so. Really? I, wow. I haven't listened to um, the record, so I, again, please forgive me, all you rap fun. and hip-hop fans um, out there. Not hip-hop, but... Uh, see, Dangerous Things, 16. That's yeah. not what I was going to say. Anyway, uh, not hip-hop, but I thought the Only the Lonely record yeah. by Colony Haas was a solid follow Strong. to when I was younger. It When I was younger was... It was like a 9 out of 10 for me. Like, I think just production, songwriting, parts. Yeah. It was a great record. Yeah. So to come out of the gate with a record that good, it's would be tough to, to follow. Yeah. So I thought that was a great a great follow. Not nearly as good, but still a great follow. Let's say this. Not necessarily music. Oh, okay. But Here we go. your favorite podcast this year. Oh, wow. Because I like that. Here's the thing for me. Like... The amount of times I get in the car and I listen to just music is that getting a lot less, which I think is it's making it harder for me to listen to, to certain things because, like, I just get in the car and I, like, put on podcasts now. Yeah. I do the same. What are you laughing about? <laughs> just a memory of us listening to a podcast. The oh, my word. <laughs> Wheeler Walker Jr. podcast. You can't. do Don't. Nobody. Go listen, listen to, that. to it. Yeah. Uh, my favorite, I just found. Technically, it is 2017. It was at the very end. Um, it's a five episode podcast. Burbigs? Burbigs. Yeah. Mike Burbiglia, the old ones. So he basically interviews um, people that. Uh, it's, it's five podcasts, five episodes. Um, I didn't know this existed. Yeah, so it's five it's episodes. Fantastic. It's oh, really I love good. Him, dude. I'm Each episode is basically a summary of his life and writing that, writing a special. So the first one is his first special, second one, second special, and so forth. And he interviews, for the first one, um, John Mulaney. For the second one, he interviews um, Pete Holmes and his wife. 
Um, and then Judd Apatow and his brother Ira Glass. Dude, his are brother. you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm subscribing to this right really, now. It's really, really good. It's I, great. I they just walk through it, really and, like listen it. to clips, and talk about how it came to be. And yeah, I love all those people. But the one I listen to the most is called West Wing Weekly. Nice. It's a, basically a recap of. Um, all the West Wing episodes, but they interview like actors and um, that were in it. But they also interview people that have worked in the White House in the past that worked on the TV show. It's really, really good. Yeah. For me, my for favorite me. Po- for me, uh, my wife uh, favorite podcast this year was Radio Labs More Perfect. Uh, it's a podcast about the Supreme Court. Uh, which okay, sounds super boring but it's it's really fascinating artwork's great and it's kind of it's produced on it's like you know npr or like Mm -hmm. serial or something like that um but they basically every episode's like a different supreme court case and they all obviously were picked because they have relevance to today okay and um it's sort of presented a little bit more like in layman's Language, not that I need that, but other, <laughs> other people might need that. So <laughs> not that I need for whatever that's right. But it's awesome. It's a great podcast. So yeah, yeah that was for me this year. It's great. Um, for me, <laughs> I like. Me guys. <laughs> so there are um, there are hit or miss episodes for me on You Made It Weird, yep. Pete Holmes show. Love it when it's great. Lots of misses. And I don't listen to the ones with uh, guests that I don't know, which might be on me. Like, I probably should. I'm saying. But but if you listen to one that you like, just send it to me. Because I might not have heard of that artist and I want to listen to it. Um, But I, I do like that podcast. But I think the more I listen to him, the more annoyed I become with him. Because he interrupts so, so much often and at first it was like okay but if you, I f- if he gets somebody on that i really want to hear from and then he keeps interrupting their answers i like have to turn it off yeah so for that reason i'm gonna go with i can't wait to hear what you're about to say but for that reason <laughs> i would go with wtf yeah i yeah. think mark Marin is still putting out great episodes yeah and he's he's just such a good conversationalist. What's your favorite episode of Marin this this uh, this year? Oh, this year? Did I go way back in the catalog? So I don't even know what he's released this year. Okay. So, um, I mean, right now, like I'm in the middle of the um, James Franco episode oh, that he just yeah. he just did, and it's it's really good so far. But I'm honestly not sure what he released in in yeah. seventeen. Um, I also I'm gonna give a couple because I can't really pick. I also really like. Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Mm. It's funny. Yeah. It's always entertaining. Yeah. Um, and then Joe Rogan Experience is awesome if you're interested in the guest. They're yeah. super long. Um, they're like three hours. They're super long. But I like long shows. My thing with Rogan... <laughs> I love it. You have a hot take I on Rogan? This bit. this bit is probably my favorite bit. Uh, is it a bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a, I don't mean like a, a comedian. You're a little, you get a little bit on Rogan. Well, no, I just hate. He just agrees with everybody. But you feel that way? I don't feel that way. Absolutely. Oh, he, as and soon then, as you said it, it cracked the glass for me, and I was like, all I could, I would watch Rogan. Is this going to ruin the clips. show for me? Oh, for well, sure. He, well, he agrees it, with everybody, but he doesn't. Yeah. And so you just listen to these. Like you find them on YouTube all the time. These clips of him, you know, he's interviewing Steve-O. <laughs> and they're talking about this beef that Steve-O, you know, has with 
Barbara Streisand, and then it's him talking with Streisand, and he just like agrees with everybody. I'm like, bro, you're documented that you don't, and hmm. it just anyway, it just bothers Dang me. Dang it, it's gonna ruin the show for me. Yeah. The kill the the um, kill interview. Uh, flaming liberal political person right. and just be like oh yeah I totally get your point absolutely right. yeah it's totally right man and then I have Ben Shapiro on and be yeah. like oh man yeah those you know snowflakes over there yeah. on the left like that right. it's, just, yeah. it's I get it's, that it's pretty funny I uh, one other one that I really like so I guess that's four or five that I've just listened to a lot is uh, the Bobby cast that you told yes. me about yeah, that's right. good. Logan told me about that one and um, I just I think Bobby Bones is awesome yeah I think he's a great interviewer For sure. he's a trans parent dude and even if he's talking to it's a lot of country artists and songwriters but even if he's talking to like somebody that's written a lot of songs for florida georgia line who like i can't stand he still makes the interview entertaining and mm-hmm. gets into like yeah the inside scoop of like even sometimes talking money like how much money they made off a song right. and i just find that world fascinating for so. sure my last thing yeah if you like the Bobby cast is um, this podcast called I'd Hit That. Yeah, I love that show. Uh, it's awesome. It's a little bit more kind of the same thing. It's like behind the scenes, but he interviews like a lot of session guys in LA. And um, so if you're into music at like a very deep level, it's pretty interesting um, to listen to. And he didn't put out episodes for like two years and then like a month or two ago just started putting up new episodes. I don't feel as bad about my hiatus then. Yeah, dude, six weeks, whatever, you're good. Um, <laughs> Sterling had an episode on there, I think. He has yeah. two, and they're great, dude. Yeah. He is so funny. He's a great, great dude. I yeah. like him. Yeah. He's hilarious. Um, cool. Well, real quick, I got like two minutes, and I want to get this out of you. I got a minute. Now this has turned into just best of 2017. But um, what was your favorite show of 2017? You get one. You get one. Okay. Your favorite docuseries of, man, favorite show, like TV show? Yeah. I mean, I know it's going to be Netflix or some streaming show. Right. None of y'all are picking some. Bro, HGTV three show. billboards outside of <laughs> <Ebbing> was- <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious man golden globe zinger um oh. my my favorite show uh oh gosh this is so lame this is so domestic it's okay desperate housewives <laughs> No. See, I set the bar low. Now, whatever you say is going to be correct, acceptable. Um, but we just we love Chef's Table. Yeah, and I don't know what that is. I feel like I should. It's a Netflix show, and they basically they're hour long episodes, and they interview like the top you know fifty chefs in the world. Um, but it's like you get into their lives and cool, and visually they're just stunning. And when you've got a TV like I've got, yeah, that's what ninety-two <laughs> inches. It's about a hundred in eight K. <laughs> no <laughs> down sampling. Ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's a normal whatever. But it just it looks incredible. So we watch that a lot. And did I mention I'm married? Uh, nice. You got married this year. That was the best thing that That's happened true. in 2017. I forgot about that. Last year. Gosh, it's the next year now. We're talking about last year right yeah, now. Yeah, we're talking about yeah, last we're year. We're talking I about 2017. I know, it's just weird. asked me in March 2017 what my favorite things were, none of them would have revolved around food. Um, and now I've, I'm married. And so 
Is Mary a big cook? Uh, she aspires. So she likes it. Like she, she likes, likes food thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Being married it's to nice. somebody who likes cooking. Yeah. And like saving money. And I feel like it can be fun. Yeah. And I just know how to make toast. So I need to learn. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I'm going to say this too. Um, has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I'm feeling good about it. So when I was about to leave my house, I was turning, I turned my car on or tried to, and it was the first time my car had been turned on in like four days because oh. I went to Charlotte and it's been sitting in the cold. So I tried to turn it on and it was making this awful sound yeah. and I would like take my hand off the key and it was still like, but it like yeah. wasn't doing anything. Frozen so battery. got a uh, car jumped. It was fine. Went to go, went straight to AutoZone. They said the battery is bad. So I needed to buy a new one. Right. I know. They stand to gain nothing from that advice. I know nothing about cars. <laughs> like just a objective opinion here. <laughs> <laughs> just total truth. I mean, I, listen, I'm not getting Oh wow, tired, our, uh, our test says that you need to buy something from us. <laughs> and I was literally just like, Weird. "Okay." So, he's yeah. like he literally looks at me and he goes, "Yeah, it's bad." And I go, "All right." Guess I need to buy a new one. So, went inside, bought a new one, and he this was one's like, "Plated in pure gold." <laughs> it looked like it. Um, it was real nice. So he brings out the big battery, and I don't have any tools. I don't own tools. I don't own a screwdriver. Right. Like I don't do stuff like that. I right. need to, but I don't know anything about cars. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't same. even change my own oil. Nothing. Yeah. So I go, "You got any tools?" Hoping he'd go, "Yeah." I'll bring him out and I'll right. change it for you. He wanted to but show he was this tools. real like grizzled dude. And I was like, do you have tools? He goes, yeah, here they are. You should have everything you need. And I was like, all right. So I was just oh. waiting for him to offer. And I was like, so like, I can't leave and have my dad do it and come back because my car won't start because the battery is dead. Right. Right. I could, I only got to jump to get there. So I was like, I just threw it out there. I, I was just hoping he would take the bait, but I was like, uh, yeah, is it crazy that this is my first time doing this? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, there were women that could fix cars before I could, so you got it. And I was like, all right. Yeah. So I go out into the 30-degree weather, and I just figured it out. And I, too, I changed the battery in my car. Dude, that's... Wow. Which, like, isn't hard to do, I realized. Yeah. But there I think go. that's, like, most vehicle fixes, yeah. where it's, like, a couple bolts. Here, right. I know that I could do it. I know that I could do it. Right. But we have AAA. Right. And so why not just have AAA do it? Yeah. I didn't think I could do it, but it felt good to get my hands dirty. Yeah, doing a battery is you know? easier than changing your oil, for sure. You change your oil? Huh? <laughs> do I change my oil? You're right. Yeah, I don't know Absolutely if you can make Absolutely not. I don't know if you can make that statement then. I you made that statement no, like you're underneath the hood I of the car. I promise you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, definitely need a change. You guys. Sorry, I didn't see the patch on your shirt that says Travis. <laughs> you guys. Hey, you've seen my blue shirt. This is Travis with you've AAA. My, uh, you literally ETA said. about five minutes. Like, literally, the other, like, oh, two weeks ago, Logan's like, you look like an auto mechanic. <laughs> like, I, I, walked, I walked into church Which and he goes. Which was a compliment no, to it was all, not. all the mechanics out there that are No, I promise you, like, leaders. if you've ever seen someone change a battery, and change oil in a vehicle. Changing oil is obviously harder and more difficult. It takes way longer. Right, but you don't know firsthand to make the comparison. Yes, yeah. I do know firsthand. I have seen other people do it in front of me. I'll tell you this much about car trouble. My car failed the safety inspection like two days ago. 
for a pinhole leak in the muffler. And as really? I, yeah, and but it passed the emissions, which seemed Some like gaff tape. Just that's what I'm saying. And so then I pull out of the place, and I'm passing all these junkers on the road, and I was just feeling with rage. Yeah, because I don't have an old car; it's like a 2012. Yeah. And but I'm passing these like, you know, old cars that probably haven't been inspected. Yeah, yeah, they haven't been inspected Dude. in years. So outrageous. what did you do? You got to replace well, it's current, it. It's at the shop right now getting Is that why on. he was carting you around today? Yeah. Uh, hey. How <laughs> Hey, I like that word. Yeah. How how much is it going to be? I don't know. The guy so there's a guy that likes my band. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it sounded so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, someone likes my band. Someone likes my band. Go ahead and check it out. We're on Got some music platforms. Got some anyway, sick tees um, available on the show. Yeah, so he likes our band and he hooks us up with auto. Really? Work. Is he out in St. Charles? No, he's at uh, like Page and One Seventy. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, so it's it's pretty close to here and. You know. I have no concept of how expensive uh, repairing a vehicle should be. How much was a battery? $150. Yeah. Yeah, I got a five-year battery. There's no reason that everybody shouldn't have AAA. There's no reason. I have AAA. Why didn't you have AAA do it? Because I wanted to figure it out on my own. Yeah. And no, I was in a rush. And the other day, I called AAA in Charlotte and took them three hours to get there. No. I was like, I'm not doing Same that. Triple I'm great. a man. I can do this myself. That and look at me. I'm just now told I'm here a story in South City, dude. About how you were asking. I'm not going to take that from you. You just told a story about how you were asking somebody at the auto parts store to do it for you. No, I threw I threw out the bait to see if he would take it. I didn't <laughs> so ask if he him. got any nibbles. But no I'm glad nibbles. he didn't. Okay, no nibbles. I grew great. as a man. That's cool, yeah. man. That's I good. feel 10% more. Well, and it was funny because then I texted Rachel and was like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good about myself today. Fixed my battery. And she was like, How'd you know how to do that? Proud of you. Yeah. And I almost wish she would have just been like, why is that a big deal? Like, of course. Like, right. you're, you're a man. Of course you can do that. But no. she was like, proud you know, of you. And I was like, ah. Take I that. didn't like that. Take don't, that. Don't conform to, you know, gender roles. My, this, our kitchen, our dining room table right here, for everyone cannot see this, but it's a beautiful piece of wood. Looks like you could buy it at Magnolia Homes. For sure. Uh all natural my wife built it oh yeah and i was we went over to this couple's house to use mike's tools and so my wife and mike are working together building this table and i'm sitting with sandy <laughs> mike's wife <laughs> drinking, drinking wine line and kugel <laughs> summer shandy bro and just having girl time just chatting yes. catching yes. up I'm surprised I didn't have one of those like hair drying things. <laughs> over my I head. can't believe that Mike let you get away with Bro, that. Live Mike that life. is a man's man. A man's man. Live that life, dude. Embrace oh, that it. life. Had a great that, time. Everything, <laughs> everything in our house that is made of wood, Emily yeah. has made. It's like yeah. I'll come home and you know that coffee table we have. She just made it one day. Right. And I was just like, yeah, I just made this right. in my off time. And so Emily at our house, Emily, somebody today asked, well, before we came here, like somebody was looking for tin. Clips. Do you even know what tin clips tin, are? Tin no. snips. Tin no. snips. Are you saying tin or ten? Tin. Ham or Tin snips. And really none of us knew what tin snips were. Right. And so I go, I'm sure we've got some tin snips at home. It didn't and say it, right? Yeah, <laughs> 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 David goes, you don't even know what those are. I was like, I guarantee you my wife has some. 
Because all of the tools at our house are hers. Right. Every single one we have is all Emily's. I'm feeling really good about myself right Dude, now. Dude, yeah. She does everything. Like, that in- battery is purring. <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you seen uh, Daddy's Home? No, I haven't. There's a scene where Will Ferrell like drives a motorcycle through the wall, and Mark Wahlberg is like, "Oh, dude, we can patch that right up." He's like, Go, "Just grab your tools, man. We'll, we'll fix it right up." And Will Ferrell comes back, and he's got this like little toolbox that's got a hammer, a screwdriver, and a tampon. In it. He's like, and Wahlberg's like, "Where are your tools, dude?" And he's like, "These are them." I don't yeah, that's gonna be me. I've got for sure. I've got tools at home, but they're all like to open. Open MacBooks and iPhones, like letters, right. like a letter opener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, yeah. ready to head out. Uh, thank hey, you, man. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Logan's gonna leave before. Okay, you got Let's some stuff to clean up. We'll see you guys later. What's up, dude? Oh, what's up, dude? 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 What's up, dude?